News Nation This Hour, I'm James Sears. Millions of people are just hours from turning up the heater as a new winter storm moves in. Snow is expected to start falling in Colorado, but weather alerts stretch to New York. Parts of Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and Michigan are bracing for more than a foot of snow. Kenny Staples says it's been a while since he's seen a forecast like this one. I haven't seen that much since uh, 67. I was in a, uh, I think I was in the third grade, and uh, they dismissed us out of school, and it was a hell of a walk home. The most populated state in the nation is striking out on creating a universal health care system. A California bill didn't have enough votes to meet a key deadline yesterday, but the lawmaker behind it says the fight is not over. The state's already expected to offer health care coverage for all. President Biden warned the U.S. is ready to respond if Russia invades Ukraine. Whenever I get something wrong, I try to correct it because I'm interested in telling the truth. I'm interested in finding out what the truth is. And I'm interested in having interesting conversations with people that have differing opinions. 8,500 U.S. troops remain on standby amid growing tensions over Russia and Ukraine, but more may be deployed to Europe if needed. Defense officials are said to be presenting President Biden with options should Russia invade. Podcast host Joe Rogan says he's not trying to spread misinformation and he's not trying to be conversational. He defended himself after calls to have his podcast removed from Spotify for allegedly spreading misinformation about COVID-19. Whenever I get something wrong, I try to correct it because I'm interested in telling the truth. I'm interested in finding out what the truth is. And I'm interested in having interesting conversations with people that have differing opinions. Spotify will now add a content advisory to any podcast related to coronavirus. Only five states are reporting at least a 10% increase in new COVID cases amid the Omicron surge. Last week, it was 10 states. Nationwide, the average number of daily infections is down 32%. Alaska now has the highest rate, followed by Washington, Kentucky, and Oklahoma. And check those mailboxes. Free COVID tests begin arriving today. More than 60 million homes have placed an order in the last two weeks on the website covidtests.gov. Several pharmacies are also offering free N95 masks like Walgreens and CVS. It is the first day of February, and that means the Year of the Tiger begins. Nearly 2 billion people around the world will be celebrating the Lunar New Year for weeks. Find News Nation on your cable or satellite provider and stay up to date around the clock at NewsNationNow.com and on the News Nation Now app. I'm James Sears. Winter storm warning remains in effect from 1 a.m. estate slash midnight CST slash Wednesday to 7 p.m. estate slash 6 p.m. CST slash Thursday, asterisk what? Heavy snow and dangerous travel expected. Total snow accumulations in excess of 10 inches. Asterisk where, portions of northern Indiana and southwest Michigan. Asterisk when, from 1 a.m. estate slash midnight CST slash Wednesday to 7 p.m. estate slash 6 p.m. CST slash Thursday. Asterisk impacts, travel will become very difficult to impossible. Blowing snow could significantly reduce visibility. The hazardous conditions will affect Wednesday and Thursday commutes. Asterisk additional details, rain will change to snow from northwest to southeast early Wednesday morning. This will be a long-duration snow event, with periods of moderate to heavy snow and reduced visibilities. Precautionary slash preparedness actions. If you must travel, keep an extra flashlight, food, and water in your vehicle in case of an emergency. Detailed forecast today rain, mainly after 1 p.m. high near 42. South wind around 15 mph, with gusts as high as 30 mph chance of precipitation is 80%. New precipitation amounts between a tenth and quarter of an inch possible. Tonight rain before midnight, then snow, 
possibly mixed with freezing rain between midnight and 1 a.m., then snow after 1 a.m. The snow could be heavy at times. Low around 26. Southwest wind around 10 miles per hour becoming north after midnight. Winds could gust as high as 20 miles per hour chance of precipitation is 100%. Little or no ice accumulation expected. New snow accumulation of 2 to 4 inches possible. Wednesday snow. The snow could be heavy at times. High near 27. North wind 10 to 15 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 20 miles per hour chance of precipitation is 100%. New snow accumulation of 6 to 10 inches possible. Wednesday night snow. Low around 17. North wind around 15 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 20 miles per hour chance of precipitation is 90%. New snow accumulation of 2 to 4 inches possible. Thursday snow likely, mainly before 1 p.m. widespread blowing snow. Cloudy and cold, with a high near 20. North wind around 15 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 25 miles per hour chance of precipitation is 70%. New snow accumulation of 1 to 3 inches possible. Thursday night mostly cloudy, with a low around 4. Friday mostly sunny and cold, with a high near 16. From the Black Information Network, this is the BIN Daily Update. I'm Vanessa Tyler. And I'm Mike Stevens on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. Your Honor, I'm standing here before you as the mother of Ahmaud Arbery, asking you to please give all three defendants who are responsible for the death of my son the maximum punishment in this court. Two of the murders of Ahmad Arbery wanted a deal, not in state, but in federal court, for the additional hate crime charges they face. A federal judge rejected it. Travis McMichael, who pulled the trigger on the black jogger, had agreed to plead guilty that Arbery's color was the reason he fired. Now, with the rejection of the deal, the convicted killers will be back in court for another hearing. The men also wanted to serve their time in a federal facility. White father and son, Greg and Travis McMichael and their neighbor, William Roddy Bryan, all face life for killing Arbery in Brunswick, Georgia, back in 2020. Calls for Chicago protest as a white Illinois cop who shot black teen Laquan McDonald 16 times is set to be released soon. The community is demanding now federal charges be filed against former cop Jason Van Dyke. The family can't believe Van Dyke only served less than half of a six-year state sentence. Laquan's grandmother says they've been suffering since the 2014 killing. Me and my family, we went through heartache, we went through pain, and we're still suffering now of the loss of my grandson. You know, this man took a generation from us, from him being a father, a grandfather. It's the battle over police training taking place in a Minnesota courtroom in the federal trial of the three cops on the scene when George Floyd was murdered. Prosecutors say former Minneapolis officers J. Alexander King, Tutau, and Thomas Lane should have known to intervene, yet the attorney for Tutau challenged the former head of police training who was back on the stand about whether the training was adequate enough 
for the officers to know what to do when convicted cop Derek Chauvin had Floyd on the ground with his knee in Floyd's neck. The defense says Chauvin, the senior officer, took charge of the scene back in 2020. The FDA's made it official giving the Moderna vaccine its full approval. The vaccine which had been in use is now called Spikevax. It had been under emergency authorization by the FDA. Tropical Storm Anna is a killer. It swept across three African countries. More than 70 people died as its winds, heavy rains, which caused swollen rivers, devastated people in Mozambique, Madagascar, and Malawi. Homes were brought down, power lines destroyed, residents trapped, devastation nearly everywhere. The fear is the death toll will continue to rise. And finally, as we enter Black History Month, CBS News gathered a collection of photos of black Americans from 100 years ago. The photos and postcards show a slice of black life, from a beautiful portrait of a black woman in pearls to an image of a black couple walking away with the burning devastation of the Tulsa race riots as a backdrop. We also see blacks enjoying themselves at a parade in Harlem and black men home from the war. It's a look back as we move forward. I'm Vanessa Tyler with Mike Stevens on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. Introducing The Biz Tape, your all things music, business, and media podcast. Join me, Joe Wozleski, and my co-host, Colin McKay, every Wednesday, where we discuss the breaking news changing the music industry and what your favorite artists and creatives are up to. Listen to new episodes of The Biz Tape every Wednesday on the Nashville Podcast Network, available on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Vanessa Tyler. And I'm Mike Stevens on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. Your Honor, I'm standing here before you as the mother of Ahmaud Arbery, asking you to please give all three defendants who are responsible for the death of my son the maximum punishment in this court. Two of the murderers of Ahmad Arbery wanted a deal, not in state, but in federal court, for the additional hate crime charges they face. A federal judge rejected it. Travis McMichael, who pulled the trigger on the black jogger, had agreed to plead guilty that Arbery's color was the reason he fired. Now, with the rejection of the deal, the convicted killers will be back in court for another hearing. The men also wanted to serve their time in a federal facility. White father and son, Greg and Travis McMichael and their neighbor, William Roddy Bryan, all face life for killing Arbery in Brunswick, Georgia, back in 2020. Calls for Chicago protest as a white Illinois cop who shot black teen Laquan McDonald 16 times is set to be released soon. The community is demanding now federal charges be filed against former cop Jason Van Dyke. The family can't believe Van Dyke only served less than half of a six-year state sentence. Laquan's grandmother says they've been suffering since the 2014 killing. Me and my family, we went through heartache, we went through pain, and we're still suffering now of the loss of my grandson. You know, this man took a generation from us from him being a father, a grandfather. It's the battle over police training taking place in a Minnesota courtroom in the federal trial of the three cops on the scene when George Floyd was murdered. Prosecutors say former Minneapolis officers J. Alexander King, Tutau, and Thomas Lane should have known to intervene, yet the attorney for Tutau challenged the former head of police training who was back on the stand about whether the training was adequate enough for the officers to know what to do when 
convicted cop Derek Chauvin had Floyd on the ground with his knee in Floyd's neck. The defense says Chauvin, the senior officer, took charge of the scene back in 2020. The FDA's made it official giving the Moderna vaccine its full approval. The vaccine, which had been in use, is now called Spikevax. It had been under emergency authorization by the FDA. Tropical Storm Anna is a killer. It swept across three African countries. More than 70 people died as its winds, heavy rains, which caused swollen rivers, devastated people in Mozambique, Madagascar, and Malawi. Homes were brought down, power lines destroyed, residents trapped, devastation nearly everywhere. The fear is the death toll will continue to rise. And finally, as we enter Black History Month, CBS News gathered a collection of photos of Black Americans from 100 years ago. The photos and postcards show a slice of Black life, from a beautiful portrait of a Black woman in pearls to an image of a Black couple walking away with the burning devastation of the Tulsa race riots as a backdrop. We also see Blacks enjoying themselves at a parade in Harlem and Black men home from the war. It's a look back as we move forward. I'm Vanessa Tyler with Mike Stevens on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. Open to all teams and players, the NFL's Inspire Change Initiative acknowledges the ways that systemic racism contributes to barriers to opportunity and equality and focuses on ongoing efforts on creating progress in the areas of education, economic advancement, community and police relations, and criminal justice reform. To learn more about the NFL's commitment to ensuring a more equal and just future, text NFLIC to 635635. It takes all of us to advance social justice. Your money on the Black Information Network. Jobs and unemployment figures for January headline economic reports due out in the days ahead. Analysts forecast 210,000 new jobs and the unemployment rate remaining at 3.9%. The report will contain December job openings along with construction spending. A federal judge has denied McDonald Corporation's request to throw out a racial discrimination lawsuit brought by African-American media mogul and the Weather Channel owner Byron Allen. Bloomberg reports a federal judge denied McDonald's motion recently for improperly referencing materials outside the pleadings. The ruling calls for the fast food chain to refile its request or respond to Allen's lawsuit. Allen filed a $10 billion racial discrimination lawsuit last May, claiming McDonald's does not offer the same treatment on advertising spending on his platforms as it does with white-owned media. McDonald's is a proud founding partner of the Black Information Network. The first men and women have been selected and identified to receive financial benefits through a government-backed and funded reparations program. Business Insider reports officials in Evanston, Illinois, announced 122 residents qualify for benefits through its reparations program, which was approved last year. Money news at 24 and 54 minutes past each hour. I'm Julius White on the Black Information Network. This is Roxanne Gay, the host of the Roxanne Gay Agenda, the bad feminist podcast of your dreams. Each week I talk to an interesting person about feminism, race, writing in books and art, food, pop culture, and yes, politics. We can't escape politics. Listen to the Luminary Original podcast, The Roxanne Gay Agenda, every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Download the BIN Daily Update every morning on the iHeartRadio app. 
From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson's visiting Ukraine, saying he's seeking a diplomatic solution to rising tensions with Russia. The UK has announced £88 million in funding for the promotion of stable governance in Ukraine and energy independence from Moscow. London's also set out legislation to allow it to toughen a sanctions response against Russia. Moscow insists it's not planning to invade Ukraine. Foreign policy expert Professor Angela Stent says avoiding an invasion will require compromises. He now needs to go back to his population and say he's had a win. So if he doesn't invade, he's going to have to get something from the West which he can mm. present as, a, you know, a, as something positive for Russia. But it's not going to be what he's demanded, which, of course, is NATO to promising that it will never expand again and that it will retreat to its 1997 posture in Europe. Millions of people in Asia are marking the Lunar New Year with reduced travel plans. Officials in China believe 1.18 billion trips will be made, compared with around 3 billion before the COVID-19 pandemic. China continues to pursue a zero-COVID strategy as it prepares to host the Winter Olympics, which start this week. Japan has decided to recommend a complex of gold and silver mines on the western island of Sado for the 2023 UNESCO World Heritage List. The move has caused protests from South Korea as the site is linked to wartime forced labour. Phoebe Amoroso reports from FSN's bureau in Tokyo. The Japanese government endorsed the nomination on Tuesday in time to meet the UN deadline. The mine on Sado Island was one of the largest producers of gold in the 17th century. But issues stem from World War II, when South Koreans were used as forced labor. Seoul has strongly urged Japan not to pursue the listing. The latest decision is likely to cause further tensions between the two countries. Relations have already fallen to their lowest point in years due to disputes over compensation for wartime labor and so-called comfort women who were forced to work in Japanese military brothels. Phoebe Amoroso, Tokyo. The New York Times is buying the online word game Wordle. It started going viral last month after people began sharing their scores on social media. Rachel Silverman reports from San Francisco. The game where online users have six chances to guess a secret five-letter word is now played by millions of people every day. Back on November 1st, Wordle had about 90 fans. The name of the game, a play on the name of the Brooklyn software engineer who created it, Josh Wardle, says he made a prototype of Wordle in 2013 and tweaked it during the COVID-19 pandemic for his partner, who likes word games. The newspaper reportedly paid a low seven figures for the game. Rachel Silverman, San Francisco. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This is News Source 1 Michiana, Elkhart South Bend.